1: The following program is brought to you by Ridgeway Community Church.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy Tough Topic Tuesday. You're ready to talk to me, all right? Come on, let's go.
1: Live from our nation's capital. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, an expert on race, religion, and relationships. Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital.
2: That's me, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. So glad you're hanging out uh, with me today, and I get to hang out with you right here on WAVA. 105.1 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks for hanging with me. It is a call-in talk show, and if you want to give me a call, my number is 888-432-7434. If you are trying to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge, 888 43 bridge Hello to all of you who are watching uh, online as well. At Anderson Speaks is my handle for my social media, so if you're there, thanks a lot for tuning in. You can chat it up there as well. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, that's today, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then, of of course, on Saturdays, we have a special episode at 3 p.m. that you don't want to miss as well. So there you have it. That's our rundown for the week. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and boy, we've got a a tough one for you. So I thought I'd call in Mr. Tony Penny, who could hang out with me today to sidekick it with me. So, uh, Tony Penny, how in the world are you doing today, sir?
3: Live and grateful and in a secure bunker somewhere in the nation's capital.
2: So how are you? <laughs> That's good. You need to be secure uh, nowadays. Yeah, that right. That's for sure. Hey, well, Tony, today we're going to talk about, Well, why don't you tell everybody what we're going to talk about? You know the topic.
3: Well, it's definitely a tough one today. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to stay alive when confronted by the police. Hmm. What are some strategies that are going to make sure you get home alive After you're stopped by the police seems to be in the news quite a bit. lately.
2: Well, that's so important, and especially for uh, for people of color, young, young black men and women. Uh, But, you know, it's probably good for all of us to have this knowledge, but especially uh, this uh, problem, this epidemic that happens between law enforcement and people of color. So we're going to actually deal with that. It is a tough topic. Doesn't mean we're all going to agree. Uh, And it also doesn't mean that just because we're talking about how to survive an interaction with uh, law enforcement that somehow we're anti-law enforcement. And that often happens, uh, Tony, when you you submit uh, a lament for one thing, it's as if you are indicting another one. And so uh, I want to talk with you today and I want you to bring us up to speed in the news about the topic uh, and also, I want to invite our callers and our listeners to call us uh, if they would like to join in the conversation. Let me open us up in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we commit today's show to you and thank you that you are our number one protector and and forgiver and friend, Lord. And uh, we just ask that you give us the wisdom that comes not only from the word, but by the Holy Spirit. And we ask that you uh, would be a centerpiece of the centerpiece of our uh conversation today. For it is in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, Also, if you are joining us uh, in some other ways, maybe you cannot uh, join uh, by going on Facebook or YouTube, but you still want to chime in. Remember, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com. There, you can uh, leave an email and, and communicate with us that way. Uh, You can always go to our favorite website. Mine is EmbraceGracism.com where you can learn more about what it means to be a gracist. Our phone number here in the studio is 888-432-7434. And a big thank you for all of you who have joined me and Amber in trying to bless children around the world releasing children from poverty in countries all around the world as we have partnered with Compassion International this month by trying to help fill the stadium, is what they have called the campaign Helping Children in Crisis. That means if you can imagine a big football stadium seating 70,000 people, imagine a kid in each one of those seats, And what you can do is when you give $500, it's as if you're uh, buying that one seat where the kid is for a year, you're saying, I'm going to support that child. And that one-time gift of $500 will allow that child not only to hear the gospel and get discipled, but will give them good food, uh, good clean drinking water, good health care for an entire year. So if you're uh, thinking about praying about how you might be able to serve with your resources, after giving your tithes and your offerings, uh, then please give with a heart of cheer by going to AndersonSpeaks dot com and clicking the "Fill the Stadium" uh, icon, or you can text to give. Just text the word "Save" to ninety-seven six forty-six. Now, Tony, people can't all uh, afford five hundred dollars, and so. Uh, I say, if you can give five, if you can give fifty, or if you're really blessed, you can give five thousand. As long as we're mm-hmm. given with a cheerful heart, that's what blesses the Lord. Isn't that right?
3: And that's all that matters is that we give cheerfully and really hilariously. Yeah, the word, right? I <laughs> that's mean, right. You're you're giving it to such a degree that it's it's hilarious.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, that kind of generosity is a real blessing. Hey, listen, Tony, before the break, would you just bring us up to speed on what's been going on in the last 24 hours with regard to law enforcement and and black men?
4: Well,
3: it's a couple of stories that have it's uh, kind of taken the front and center of the news. Dante Wright was a 20-year-old African-American man in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, um, who was pulled over a little before 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon by three officers. Um, allegedly because of expired registration tags. Um, The officers asked Dante Wright for his identification, and they found that he had an outstanding warrant for a misdemeanor, and when they brought this to his attention and tried to take him into into custody, he tried to take off. He tried to leave. At that point, uh, one of the officers, a female officer by the name of Kim Potter, um, tried to grab him. He was slipping from her grip. Uh, she pulled out her gun and yelled, I'm going to tase you. And then she said, taser, 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 and started firing. Unfortunately, she didn't fire her taser. She fired her handgun. Mm-hmm. She struck down Wright. He drove a couple of blocks before crashing into another vehicle, and he was pronounced dead at the scene. Now, just a little while ago, the officer, Kim Potter, a 26-year veteran of the force, uh, uh, law enforcement, resigned as did the chief of police in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, Tim Gannon. They have both resigned as of this afternoon.
2: Hmm. Wow, what an emotional uh, story for everyone involved, including the police officer and I'm sure those who were on the scene and, uh, unfortunately, uh, the mother of, of Dante Wright, including Dante himself, we pray, that he was a believer. God rest his soul. When we get back, uh, Tony, I want to talk a little bit more about this particular situation, along with another one that happened in Virginia that we learned about yesterday as well. And then before we're all done today, I'm going to give seven steps of survival uh, if you get stopped by a police officer. So stick with us. Join us if you want. 888 432 three two74 three, four.
5: The word is getting out. Children in developing countries are suffering from hunger. UNICEF recently reported that 10,000 children are dying of starvation every month as a result of economic devastation caused by the pandemic. Dr. Anderson is making the choice to help save these children. Hunger and disease. He is joining Compassion International's Fill the Stadium campaign to provide food and care to 70,000 children in crisis. 70,000 is the size of the average NFL stadium. That's why our campaign is called Fill the Stadium. Each seat represents one child who needs our help. During the month of April, Dr. Anderson and his guests are asking listeners to help provide food and care to children in crisis. We are asking you to help save one child from hunger and starvation. Tune in weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. to hear Dr. Anderson and his guests share how you can stand in the gap for a child in urgent need. And go to www.andersonspeaks.com to learn more about how you can help.
2: begins with an E and ends with an E. E stands for excellence and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out and so we called Improve Remodeling they came to the house, they installed new doors and windows in the kitchen and they were picture perfect. Call Improve Remodeling today. Here's their number 240 505-4944 505-4944 that's improve remodeling their name begins with an e and it ends with an e it stands for excellence if you want to find them online just go to improve remodeling.com
1: Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's INSPIRE to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
2: That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, hanging out with uh, my assistant producer and special brother in the Lord, uh, Mr. Tony Penny. Tony, how are you doing today, sir? I'm
3: alive and grateful, sir. Doing well, <laughs> staying safe. How about you?
2: Hey, man, I am, too, so grateful uh, to have life today and, and have it more abundantly. You know, it's not true for everyone. We know that we did. Uh, you know, many people lost their lives across the world. I'm sure yesterday, but of course, in our country, whenever we have an incident between uh, a police officer and uh, a young uh, bra- black or brown man who's unarmed, it always causes great pain because of our because of our history. But I don't think a lot of people realize uh, our history, and so in their minds, this is just happening. It's being hyper. Uh, we're being hypersensitive. It's the media's fault. Um, Tony, can you help us with that perspective that uh, you're just blowing it out of proportion? If you just stop talking about this, it wouldn't create so much division. What do you think about that when you hear that?
3: Well, it's not just happening. It's just being recorded. We now have cameras in our pockets, and uh, police officers, or many of them at least, are wearing body cams. And we can sometimes, when they use the body cam, see that footage and see for ourselves. Um, The idea that that it's being sensationalized by media and that if we just stop talking about it, it would go away is ludicrous on its face. It's the only social ill where people say, if you just stop talking about it, it will go away. Nobody says that about homelessness. If you just stop talking about homelessness, suddenly affordable housing will appear. If you stop talking about hunger, people will get fed. But somehow if you stop talking about racism or white supremacy or police brutality – It'll just
0: go away. That's right.
2: not the way that works. Right. eight 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 four three two seventy four thirty four If you want to ask a question, join the conversation today. We are talking about staying alive when confronted by police. You know what strategies will make make sure you get home alive after a stop by the police. Well, Tony, when did the did the Dante Wright situation happen? We just learned about it yesterday, <laughs> Tony, right?
3: Yeah, we learned about it yesterday. This took place on Sunday afternoon. <clears throat> we, um, we learned a little bit about it Sunday night because at that point the public uh, knew about what had happened, and there were protests uh, in Minnesota on Sunday night. This, the story really took off yesterday and, and certainly today with the resignation of the police chief and the officer that was involved.
2: Mm. Terry Clayton says online, "Thank you, Doctor Anderson, for taking on this topic. My son used to get stopped often near his place of employment for no reason. He was always angry, but made sure to be cooperative. He called me to vent. All uh, I could do was pray for his safety. You know, I think that's another thing too, uh, Tony, that people don't realize that when you when this is happening to you all the time." It is a part of your psyche and your emotions. A lot of folk that are speaking into this who have never had this happen to them, they don't know the frustration of this. You said, and I agree, it's now being recorded, but it has been reported in our lives, all of our lives, right? So it's not Mm -hmm. a new story uh, for many people of color. It's just a new story uh, for some people, but it's not a new story for those of us who have heard this narrative over and over again. And like this woman, uh, Terry Clayton, her son gets pulled over all the time. Um, and I, I think that that's important because you might come to this these stories emotionally based on the fact that it's been a part of your upbringing, your narrative, and it's happening in your life to somebody you know. Uh, or... This is not you've never had a bad experience with a police officer. You've never been pulled over for no reason. Uh, And you can't even imagine that there is not a good reason for a police officer if they did pull out a gun and shoot an unarmed uh, black person. It could not be for race. It has to be because they did something wrong. Right. That's probably hard to even even uh, make sense of for some folk. Right.
3: Yeah. um, I'm going to use a word that I don't particularly care for um, because I think it gets overused a lot of times. But when you experience that, when you experience being stopped by police repeatedly for minor trivial infractions, if anything, what you're experiencing is trauma. Again, I don't like to use that word necessarily, but that's what it is. It's trauma to your psyche. It's trauma to your 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 mental life and your emotional life yeah and for some people it happens over and over and over again you and i were in ferguson missouri uh not long after michael brown was killed by a police officer and we heard the stories of protesters who were saying you pull us over for the smallest things and then you charge us these fines that you know we can't pay so we have to go to court and then you know they might end up in jail they may you know anything could happen Yeah. When it happens over and over and over again. And and we heard people get to you get to a point where you just can't take it anymore.
2: Well, and we heard the story of these of these protesters and people in the same room with the police officers like we we held uh, this this meeting with police officers and protesters, along with pastors and and, and politicians. I had the mayor in the room. I had the chief of police for the county, the chief of police of Ferguson. I mean, we're all in the room, and they're saying this to them, right? And they're having a conversation back and forth. So it's not like they're just bringing it up in their minds and things of that sort. And the police didn't refute that. Uh, And so it was really interesting to hear the conversation that you're talking about. Well, I, again, in the second half of the show, I definitely want to give some survival tips. I already have it on my Facebook page as well. But what strategies will make sure you get home alive? That's what I want this show to be about, okay? Not an indictment on the police or not, you know, that we have to have more conversation between police and the community. Yeah, all that may be true, but this is about you getting home alive when you get stopped, especially if you're a person of color. Here's my number and then I'm going to the phone lines. 888-432-7434. We'll kick it off in Manassas, Virginia with Anonymous who's on the line. Hi Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson and Tony Penny. How you doing?
7: I'm doing fine, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing
2: today? I'm alive and I'm grateful and I mean that.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know the feeling. I'm alive and grateful too.
2: Yeah, what do you think? I just
7: yeah, I just wanted to say that so many of us are being, uh, this is happening to us, and there are ways in which we can curtail this. And one of those ways is um, if, what this young man did in, in Virginia, he was pulling uh, into an area where it was lit lit up so that, you know, you, there would be no accidents or anything to that situation. Right. But what i like to see us do is when we get pulled over and they asked us to show our license or, or, you know, whatever it is that they're asking us to do, if we would just do that.
2: Right. Just comply.
7: uh, Just apply to it. Just do what they're asking you to do. It's not demeaning you in any way because I know. And, you know, as a people, we don't like to be talked down to. Right. But don't take this situation as being talked down to. Think of this situation as the person who is pulling you over is afraid of you as much as you are afraid of them. Sorry to say it that way, but that's the truth.
2: Yeah, I hear you. Okay,
7: so when when we're pulled over,
2: just
7: comply to what they're asking us to do and to just you know if they're asking to show your license show your license right and if you're pulling over if if you're in a dark area and you want to pull into a lighted area one of i heard over a period of time is call the call 911 and yeah. say to them there's a police officer in back of me that's pulling me over and i I want to get to a littered area, so could you please let them know that's what
2: I'm doing? (laughs) Can you pass on the message for me, please? Yeah. Hey, listen, listen, Anonymous, thank you for your your call on that one. Uh, I, I like the idea of using your cell phone and making a call. That's one of the seven steps that I mentioned. But the idea of complying, I think that that is so critical to comply, but it may not be as easy as it sounds. Because if you had children and you say to your children, do this, and they say, why? And you said, well, because I tell you to. When you're a child, I get it. Like, just do it because I said so. But when you're an adult and somebody says that to you, basically what what I'm hearing is just say yes, massa. Don't don't ask why. Like the military dude. Don't ask why. Why are you pulling me over? Why are your guns drawn? Right. Just say, just just bow your head, act like a kid and and just just take it. And I'm telling you that grades against our our humanity. But she's still right. You still have to say yes, 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 yes. And and to stay alive. What do you think, Tony? Am I am I going too far with that?
3: No, I I don't. I'm not sure that you're going far enough. Um, I here's the thing. It, it, nobody wants to be dehumanized in that kind of an interaction. Now, listen, you pull me over because you think I don't have a, a rear license plate, which has happened in Virginia with second lieutenant Karen uh, Karan Nazario. You pull me over because of that. And you come out talking about get out of the car. Get it. Hold on a second as a As a person, as a human being, and certainly as a man you're you're hitting a nerve here because you're speaking to me in a way that's really not necessary, and right. so this notion of if you just comply, everything will be okay non-compliance is not a, a a crime punishable by death
2: or saying why why are you why are you like questioning it you know why are you doing it? just i mean tell right. you know, tell a woman uh that you're married to uh, just comply, just comply, just comply oh Lord I mean think about that if you just if you just tell uh you know submit. Ha- just have, submit have a black man tell a white person, you just submit, shut up, just submit. How's that going to go right, you, right. Just, well, I mean when you begin to look at it, the only time that you see this will just comply is just comply, black man. Just comply, black woman. How well did they comply on January sixth? I'm just I didn't saying see compliance there. I, I wh- didn't see a lot. Wh- wh- of compliance. Where was the compliance? I didn't. And the same didn't, people were saying just comply, just comply. You don't hear them saying that on January sixth. If they just comply, so it's really, it's really, it feels like comply, black man, comply, black woman. But everybody else, you know, you're allowed to ask why. You're allowed to protest. I'm just saying, is this how it feels to some of you, or am I kind of over-sensitized? What's the
8: word? Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. I think we've all heard the expression, you're going to learn the hard way. As a kid, I used to ride a crib mattress down the steps. Not a bright idea. Now, as adults, we're supposed to know better. Getting multiple contractors to give you multiple roofing estimates and trying to decipher the difference is not easy. At New Look, we offer TPT, Total price transparency. We give line by line pricing, a detailed measurement report, and a 3D rendering of your home so you know exactly what you're paying for. We've serviced over 40,000 customers and have a 94% satisfaction rate. So, while I can't get rid of all of your hard ways, I can give you roofing the easy way. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and qualify for interest free financing. Call 800 279 5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. While we can't make everything easy, we can make roofing easy.
1: Cleanliness and safety are essential to the success of any business. That's why Cintas has introduced our Total Clean program, a -a one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Syntas Total Clean program can do for you. Oh, I'm ready. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Alexa can play WAVA-FM. And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store.
0: Free inspiration and encouragement every morning, noon, and night. Sent directly to your inbox. Sign up for free devotionals at Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com.
9: If you're a radio listener, one thing I'm certain of is that you're not tuning in to listen to me. So I'm sorry about the next 45 seconds. But we have specifically chose this station because we think we're similar and we'd love for you to see why our mortgage team might be a good fit for you or someone you care about. One, we've got a direct lender advantage. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. There's no middleman, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. An advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. Two. Our faith is a big deal to us, and we're open about that. If we seem like a fit for you, we'd love to talk. We are United Faith Mortgage.
10: UnitedFaithMortgage.com. Nice.
8: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25, Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York, licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to or Corporate Animalist number 1335 Ryan Rack, Animalist number 65233, Equal Housing Lender, Licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I can talk. I really can. Hey, listen, I'm glad you're hanging with me. We're already in the second half of the show. I've got Tony Penny hanging out with me. And if you want to call and join the conversation, if you're just joining us, our Tough Topic Tuesday is about staying alive when confronted by police. What strategies will make sure you get home alive after a police stop? Tony Penny, you talked to us about... uh, Dante Wright, what happened in in Virginia with the military officer?
4: Well, this
3: story is really just kind of coming to light now uh, because of a lawsuit.
6: Mm-hmm. Back
3: in December, Second Lieutenant uh, Curran Nazario, who's black and, and Latino, was um, was driving. I think it was December fifth. As a matter of fact, he was uh, he was driving his relatively new Chevy Tahoe um, while in uniform. Mm-hmm. He got pulled over. Um, the vehicle was, was new enough that he did not have permanent license plates,
2: mm-hmm. but he
3: had the cardboard temporary plates taped to the inside of the rear window.
2: <clears throat> right.
3: The police officers turned on their lights and sirens to initiate a traffic stop. Um, it, the 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 car had some tinted windows. They didn't see a license plate um even though the license plate appears to be visible in the body cam video but in any event uh they pull him over uh, he was he was going at a low rate of speed they pull him over into a he pulls into a gas station which is well lit um and they proceed to pepper spray him to draw their weapons on him, asking him to get out of the car, while in the middle of all of this, he's just trying to find out what's wrong, what happened, what can he do. Um, He was pepper sprayed. He was – they had their guns drawn on Did he
2: take too long to pull over? Was that the issue?
3: I don't know that he took too long to pull over, but he did pull into a safe, well-lit place. Um, He'd gone less than a mile, really. Um, and really been about a minute less than two minutes since uh the the officer activated his lights and sirens
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they're the pepper spraying them, and then what happened?
3: Uh, they pull over, unholster their guns, they point it at the SUV um, they order him to show his hands. he complies after after he begins recording the incident on his cell phone. Um, police reports said he initially refused. Uh, the body camera footage shows the officer gun drawn, unfastening the Velcro around what was probably a stun gun at the time. Um, and they just pull him out after pepper spraying him.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. He, he was reaching for his seatbelt. It, it, it's one of those situations when you watch the footage, they tell him to show his hands and then they tell him to get out of the, the vehicle. Well, if you've got a seatbelt on, it's kind of difficult to keep your hands visible while unbuckling your seatbelt,
2: And you could look like you're reaching for a gun.
3: Right, exactly, exactly. But again, it's, it's one of those things where you're getting what seem to be conflicting orders.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I want to give uh, some help along the way. So here are seven steps I want to give you, steps for survival. The first one is pray on the armor of God. When you awaken in the morning, pray on the armor of God to protect you, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, okay? Just a spiritual practice in the morning, period. Number two, prepare ahead of time. In other words, do not leave the house without your identification and all the relevant paperwork, your insurance, your registration, all of that. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So prepare ahead of time. Here's the third thing. Push record. Get your cell phone out and turn it on or call someone and put it on speaker. But you you must put the interaction on blast because private communication uh, is not safe uh, these days and these kinds of uh, hot interactions. So push record your your cell phone is your friend, uh, even if they tell you to turn it off. At least you had it until they tol- told you to turn it off. OK. Um, Number four put your hands in an open position like I told my kids put your palms up let them see your hands hang one out the door put one on the steering wheel. Uh, when you're stopped, make sure the officer can see your hands and make no sudden movements. Number five, polite. When you're stopped, be polite. Don't mouth off. I know being disrespected makes you want to just speak your piece, but now is not the time. Stay alive. You can speak your piece later in court, okay? But you need to come home alive. And I tell my, tell my kids this, all right? One's 26, one's 23. I need you to come home alive. We'll sue people later, all right? Uh, you just get home alive. Uh, number six, pray to God. Uh, even in the midst of the interaction, you can ask God to be your protector, uh, and you can you can even pray out loud. Dear Jesus, I pray. Uh, for my protection, I pray for your favor. I pray for these officers that will all glorify you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray the blood of Christ. You pray out loud. There may be one of those officers, if not any of all of them, could be saved. And just to hear you praying out loud, they, you know, if they're going to tell you to shut up, they're going to tell you to shut up because you're probably saying something a negative to them. But if you're praying and they tell you to to shut up, you can always pray silently as well. But you never know when you start praying to Jesus in the and putting His name in the atmosphere. It can change the atmosphere. I've seen it happen more than once. And then lastly, number seven, put it all in writing. When you get home safely, put down the account. I don't care how tired you are. Write it down because 10 months from now when there's a trial, you're not going to remember all the details. But if you put it in your handwriting, uh, it's not like you just wrote it up on a computer and edited and changed it. Put it in handwriting and uh, make a report with your parents, with your lawyer, with your pastor even, okay? So these are seven steps that can help you stay live and make it home. They are on my Facebook page. I'm running in my commercial break. When I get back, Chris and Kendra and Roy uh, are going to be with us. You just hang on there for a few more minutes, and uh, we'll come right back. <laughs> Eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven zero seven. 980 3707 That's 844-980-3707. That's fine.
8: waterproofing before the water rises.
5: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. We'll talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com.
6: Check him out today. Need to get out of your house fast? Are you ready to drive away and move on with your life? Pete and Thomas Hundley own Hometown Home Buyers, an a rated Better Business Bureau family-owned business. They can buy your home today, and if you need it, they will even help you move out. Give them a call today at 888-623-3533 or visit them at hometownhomebuyers.biz. That's hometownhomebuyers.biz. Call now. sell today move tomorrow
2: that dr anderson speech i've got tony penny hanging out with me side kicking it we're talking today on this tough topic tuesday about staying alive when confronted by police. Tony, before we go back to the phone lines, uh, uh, give us a a quick uh, re-up on the latest stories.
3: Sure. Uh, Dante Wright, 20-year-old African-American man, was shot and killed by police on Sunday in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Uh, He was pulled over. uh, When asked for identification, the police learned that he had an outstanding warrant. Um, When they attempted to apprehend him, he tried to flee the police officer told him not to. Um, pulled out what she thought was a taser, turned out to be a handgun, and shot him. He drove off, but crashed into another car and was pronounced dead at the scene. Mm-hmm. We're also learning for the first time about uh, an incident that took place in Virginia back in December. Second Lieutenant Karan Nazario was pulled over for allegedly not having a rear license plate even though there was a temporary tag in the in the rear window uh mm-hmm. he was pepper sprayed dragged from his vehicle and handcuffed before eventually being released with no charges but not until the police basically said if you keep your mouth shut <laughs> this will be fine right. um You know, uh, but if you if you want to bring a charge against this, then it could be bad for your career.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. So they knew his career then, didn't they? They knew he was a a, a military person. All right. Let's go to Chris. He was in
3: uniform at the time.
2: Yeah. How about that? And he was a, a lieutenant. Uh, so the whole idea of, you know, they have drugs in their system where they must have done something wrong. You know, what do you do when you have somebody who seemingly is a perfect candidate who, would, you know, serve the country, good looking, I mean, uh, de- de-escalating with, you know, not saying anything negative, just asking questions. Why? I mean, my goodness. You go, whew. you know, when people mm-hmm. say when people say comply, I mean, Lord, have mercy. What about Valenda Castile? He was seat belted uh and got shot you know uh
3: felt it and answered all the questions accurately and correctly they asked if he had a weapon in the car he said yes i do as a matter of fact um
2: and went to show the license
3: and they shot and killed him on facebook live
2: didn't he have people in the car with him
3: he had uh his girlfriend and her uh, child or their child at the time in the back seat
2: on facebook live this happened Uh, uh, and and, a lot of people don't know he'd been stopped 46 times prior to that. He was only 32 years old. That's what I'm saying to my friends who are saying, well, you just comply. Can you imagine being stopped 46 times?
0: Yeah.
3: 46 times. Can you imagine what that just
2: does to your spirit?
3: uh, And undoubtedly for things that are minor trivial, but for him, expensive these fines yeah, right.
2: rack up <laughs> yes, i right? need to get I a job mean, you're, so you're i can about, pay the police <laughs> i gotta right, get a job you're talking
3: about a guy you're talking about a guy who worked in a school was, cafeteria yeah he, he was a
2: school he worker
3: making a lot of money yeah and yet people like him all over the country are pulled over and given fines for what to them are exorbitant amounts of money and here's the thing if the penalty for the crime is a fine then that law really only exists for the lower classes. Because if you fine me $300 uh, for, for um, a traffic infraction, that's a lot of money to somebody making minimum wage yeah. in the school cafeteria. Yeah. But it's not a lot of money for the corporate executive. Yeah. So this is really just for the lower class. This is the way they make money.
2: Yeah. Let's go to Pikesville, Maryland, and talk to Chris, who's on the line. Hey, Chris, it's Dr. Anderson hanging out with Tony, Penny, and you. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing well. How you doing, Doctor Anderson? I'm
2: alive and grateful, and I mean that.
4: Look, I was thinking about now. I'm a believer, but I I had watched a, a stand-up um, thing with Dave Chappelle, and he was sharing the differences when his buddy was driving. It's a white guy that his producer was breaking the law, and when the officers were put him over. They would just talk with him, then let him go. And Dave said, that would never happen with a black man. <laughs> <laughs> or or his producer was all high and asking for directions. He said a black man would never go to a cop smelling like weed. So, unfortunately, in this society, we do have two laws, one for the white man, one for the black man. And it's been plenty of times it's been documented. I remember one time this um, heavy set black guy, he was pulled over. Um, it was a white female officer and a black female and a black and, a, and another white officer. He had his hands on the top on the roof of his vehicle. And I guess he moved his shoulder. Then he shot him. She said she was scared, but she had another officer on um, right beside her. So uh-huh. as a black person, you had gave all the correct information. I do the same thing. Make sure I got all my information. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm compliant. And this is one thing I'm going to get off the phone um, when that lieutenant was pulled over. They came with—they they had the guns drawn before, before
2: they even got to the, the car. Video.
4: Right. And then yeah. they didn't even ask them, driver's license or register. They didn't ask none of these things. They just said, get out.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Thanks. It so
4: was, there had been uh, somebody—like, um, if you look on, on, the, on the internet, you see how prominent um, people yeah. that were um, in, in, in leadership, um, um, governors—not governors, but congresswomen, people— yeah. Hey, Chris, Chris, I, only, I got to go, Chris.
2: I got to go, but I got a quick question. Why do you have to say you was a Christian first before you mentioned Dave Chappelle? <laughs>
4: because I don't like everything. I don't like I everything. I know, man. I don't like profanity. I'm messing I with you. I to know. I it by saying that. I know. I got telling, you. When you tell the truth, I got you another the truth, and the truth shall make you free.
2: Man, I'll talk to you later, man. Hey, Tony, he said, hey, I just want everybody to know first before I reference Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I probably
3: would say the same thing. I though.
2: know, right? Uh well, you know, you're so holy you don't even know who Dave Chappelle is. All right, let's <laughs> <laughs> let's go to uh Kendra, uh who's in Bowie, Maryland. Hi, Kendra, it's Doctor Anderson. How are you today?
10: Hi, Doctor Anderson. I'm fine. I tell you, I almost fainted. You normally don't have us on
2: hold this long. I know. You know what? I got a long list. And you know we just be talking and going to commercial breaks, but I'm glad you you hung on though. She's like, Come on now. I like
10: you. I like yeah. your show. I that's Thank why you. I want wanted to chat with you for a few seconds here. Go for it. Okay. You know what? The whole thing is so, so horrible. And um you know, although you gave those seven points, then prayer is the best thing I tell yeah, you yeah. you know but it, it it's not a easy it's not an easy balance here because you have the racist you know police officers then you have we know there are two different kinds of laws, and then you have officers who probably aren't racist, you know, and I come from a law enforcement background. Yeah, most of whom are not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so everybody's trying to get home. Then you do have some people, you know, they are lawbreakers. They are criminals. Mm -hmm. You have one officer you know, who just got out of his car, a white officer. They helped Mm -hmm. someone with a flat tire. And before he could even get out, the guy shot him. The black man shot Mm -hmm. that officer. Yeah. So it goes both ways. And it's dangerous out there as an officer.
2: It's dangerous out there it's, every it's time very you make a dangerous. stop yeah
10: it's, it's very dangerous because some of these little guys got these baby faces and they hardcore criminals <laughs> that, you know that, what i'm saying that's
2: that's true that's true but but but, he, but here's the thing are there no are there no white white uh hardcore criminals uh, Most- you know what i'm saying like it just kind of seems like it's in balance there anyway i'm coming right back it's real talk with dr david anderson
9: so i'd love to show you why using my dad and i's mortgage team and our direct lender advantage could be a big deal by comparing us to one of the greatest places on earth our local butcher shop every time i walk in they call me by name the steaks are always fresh because they didn't use some middleman which also means more value for my dollar. And they're always trying to do the little extras, like an extra pork chop. I'm Ryan, and I think you'll find that our mortgage team is similar. We're small enough to specifically know you and your case, but we're also an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Our company uses its own money and makes its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. Susie from Underwriting is right down the hall, and she's pretty cool, despite being a Yankees fan. For you, this often allows us to work faster and get you a better rate, which can save you lifelong money. Our extra pork chop is that your appraisal fees are on us up to $500. We are United Faith Mortgage,
8: UMC Mortgage Company, Maple, New York, Animalist Number 1333, AnimalsConsumerAccess.org, and Refinance. So, refinancing financing charges may be higher for Life of Loan.
0: Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS ID One Two Eight Two Three One Equal Housing Lender Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based loans over two hundred thousand dollars. Call 855657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's even better than a low low refi mortgage rate in the twos? How about a no closing cost refi in the twos? That's exactly what you could get when you call Cash Call Mortgage. For a limited time at Cash Call Mortgage, we're waiving all our fees to any borrower who locks in a rate with us. That's right, a true no closing cost mortgage loan. But you need to call now. Before this offer expires, if you have an interest rate above 2.25%, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you a lot of cash. What are you waiting for? With super low rates and no closing costs, now's the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, apply online at cashcallmortgage.com. Or call us today at 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651.
3: Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'm excited to tell you that I'll be joining my friends at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2021 to host a cruise to Alaska. If you've ever dreamed of exploring this amazing place... Now is your opportunity, and this from the comfort of our first-class ship. The week will be enhanced as my friends Laura Story and Michael O'Brien lead us in worship, and as together we look at God's Word for both challenge and inspiration. I look forward to seeing you
8: there. Go to wava.com, keyword Alaska. That's wava.com, keyword Alaska.
2: Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Marty Williams says on my page, Dr. Anderson, very disappointed in some of your demeanor during this uh, topic. You've been too jovial and much too casual in discussing this very critical topic, which affects black people, male and female, or any age. Uh, Lucy responds, uh, what is he supposed to do during this conversation? Curse, yell, scream. Come on, please. The message must be uh, missed. The reality is, a lot, a lot of us have have cried, have uh, have lamented. Uh, you can go look at my uh, Facebook page and see the the staying alive uh, when confronted by police video. It's very disheartening. You can read my post on it as well. But Tony, sometimes you just gotta you, you gotta laugh. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta have to a conversation. Well, exactly. You gotta have a conversation. And depending on who you talk to and what they bring up, it can really make a difference in in your demeanor, huh?
3: Absolutely. And, you know, this obviously is no laughing matter, and we certainly aren't making light of what happened to Dante Wright or Second Lieutenant Nazario. Yeah. It's very serious. Um, But at the same time, it is a conversation. It's not a sermon. It's not uh, You know, an interview. That's right. We're having a conversation.
2: That's right. So, uh, Marty, hang out with us, okay? It's okay. It's going to be all right. Um Roy's on the line. Let me get this last call in. I've closed the phone lines, but Roy, you're it. Uh Fort Washington, Maryland. How you doing, friend?
11: Pretty good, Dr. Anderson.
2: What are you thinking today?
11: Okay, I just got it. I got it. I want to talk to the uh the taser incident then I'm just going to tell you a quick personal story. You know, because everybody was is telling the story how she accidentally grabbed the taser. So, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I want to find out what's the difference between a taser and a Glock. So, even when Tony told the story, you know, you tell it, you hear it. And so, and the police chief is giving his press conference. And he said that he's going to show the actual video that's it's going to be graphic, you know, because the everybody's saying how she, by... she followed procedures, yelling, taser, taser, taser. So I watched the police video. Mm-hmm. And in that video, you can clearly see that Glock in her hand when she's yelling, taser 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 mm. i mean you can you can clearly see it and the kid doesn't the kid doesn't have a weapon she's not under no kind of duress or stress or anything but she she has that got in her hand
2: yeah
11: and then, and then on a the personal side i i used to work uh a state department security years ago
2: we got 30 and, seconds roy and, uh,
11: Okay. Okay. and I worked as a roving guard, and as a, and when the control room said, "Hey, Roy, we got a a, a pill around there," uh, you know, aggravating the tourists, da da da. So I go around to the front of the building, and so I'm African American. The guy was African American. He's selling fake Ray Bans or something. So Ten I walk up to him. I'm not with a weapon, and I tell him. And he see me. he Said, "Okay, officer, I know, I know." And I said, "Okay, you got to take that to the other side." He said, "I know, officer." Then he turned. He said, "Well, can I tell you something?" He said yesterday, the white guy came around, and he had his gun out.
2: Got and it, you know, Roy. What? I got to jump in right there. I'm so sorry. Tony, give me your final comments before I pray. You got about 10 seconds.
3: Look, um, I, I wholeheartedly agree with your steps to, to make sure you get home safely. It's it's for everybody's protection. Understand that it's not a guarantee that you're still going to get home safely, unfortunately, because unfortunately, people of color have a really bad history of dying in traffic stops and the reality is you're safer as a white man who just killed multiple people than you are a black man at a traffic stop well
2: what it's does on, that tell you? yeah well lord jesus as we close in prayer we pray for your wisdom we pray for our police officers who are friends and we pray lord for those that we don't even know uh who need your grace so just cover all of this in Jesus' name we pray amen and amen amen
8: help your children.